Hello, St. Louis, and welcome to the STL Leaders Podcast, hosted by Brian Bisking. Brian started this weekly podcast to give a voice to leaders of our community, to share their story, their journey, and the lessons that they have learned along the way. Brian grew up in a small town outside of St. Louis, where he watched his father run a small business and was always interested in how the leaders in his community got where they are. Whether it's a local business leader, a philanthropist, or a celebrity, these are your STL Leaders. Join us today, where we will chat with another pillar of our community on this week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. And now, your host, Brian Bisking. Hello, St. Louis, and welcome to the STL Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bisking. And today we have a great episode with a CEO and founder of Pawkinex, Quentin Scarborough. But before we get to this day's episode, I want to thank my great sponsors. First, Enterprise Bank and Trust, Inbound Blend Digital Marketing, NWO IT Services, and Synchrony HR. On today's episode, we have Quentin Scarborough, the CEO and founder of Pawkinex. Pawkinex is an app that can be found on the Apple App Store that allows dog owners to connect with each other without social anxiety. By using Pawkinex, you can break down social barriers with minimal effort and the thinnest of information. You can create and share your Pawkinex profile with nearby dog owners to facilitate communication in the moment and in the future. It's my great honor to welcome Quentin Scarborough to the show. Quentin Scarborough, welcome to the STL Leaders Podcast. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to jump on here with me today and talk about your new endeavor. Oh, absolutely. I am always excited to talk about Paul Connects. It is uh, it is my new life now. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, I, I want to give everybody a little background on how we know each other. Obviously, we graduated high school together uh, from Edwardsville High School. Yep, class of 04, but uh, pretty cool what you're doing with uh, Paul Connects, and I want to just share what it, you know what it is that you're doing um, with all my with my audience and try to promote the best I can for you. So Absolutely. why don't we kick this thing off and tell us about it? How tell us what what it is? Absolutely. So Paul Connects is a a social media app or social networking app that is really designed for dog owners to make real connections with the people they see every day at dog parks. Right now, we we meet people at dog parks and the first thing we say is, what's your dog's name? (laughs) Disregarding the the humanness of the connection that is originally made. So what Paw Connects is, is just to help you find a way to get connected to the human and the dog. And we're, we're doing that in an easy, more natural way. That's pretty cool. So we go to a dog park. Uh, you know, I take my dog. I have a black lab named Cabo. And to your point, there's always a ton of people there. And yes, always. You, you always, yeah, you always you always start chit chatting. At least the dog park by my house, there's a big pond. Uh, and if you know anything about labs, man, they love to swim. And so my oh, yeah. dog's in the water more than it is anything. Uh, but I'm always chatting with people. And so this is a way to connect with those people. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's, it's a way to make a connection that extends beyond the dog park. So in the future, if you want to tap into their knowledge or experience as far as what vet or walker or sitter they're using, you can easily reach out to them and ask that question rather than doing hours and or extensive research on the Internet. Yeah. Pretty cool. So where did you come up with the idea from? How did it get started? 
Oh, absolutely. Well, of course, it started during the pandemic where uh, when I adopted my first uh, my first dog, I, I was going to dog parks, as they tell you to do to get socialization. But I also wanted to meet new people as well, to meet other dog owners, to find out information, what, what to feed my dog, because the, the food the, the breeder had recommended was about 90 bucks. And I thought, OK, there's got to be a much cheaper route. But to get connected with the people, I either had to be bold and you know go up to them and, and tell them my name. And then when the conversation ended, it always ended with, OK, how do I get past the social anxiety of saying, here's my number? I would love to meet up specifically for the dogs. Right, right. Maybe. It's like if, if I'm talking to someone, they're like, mm, that's a little weird. Maybe we have a few more visits before I give you my number. So I was just looking for a way to really embrace that natural interaction. And there was nothing uh, unless I wanted to create a publicly searchable profile. I didn't want to do that because that's not natural. I don't want to meet up to meet. I don't want to meet or a contact to meet up at a dog park. I'd rather naturally meet you at the dog park and then choose, hey, my dog likes your dog. I like you. Let's stay in touch. And that's what Paul Connects is. Yeah, no, great idea. Uh, really, really cool. Um, I love the idea. But yeah, to your point, uh, there's a lot of people who do have social anxiety, right? Absolutely. Who are afraid to walk up to a random stranger and say, hey, it looks like our dogs are getting along. Um, and, and, and start and making that uh, social interaction. So this is a kind of way to break down a little bit of that barrier with also not being the creepy guy in the corner uh, walking <laughs> up to a, a young lady and asking her those questions as well. Uh, absolutely. I, I, at the dog park, it always starts with me when I see some user on the app. I say, hey, are you, know, are you, are you Dominique? And he was like, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm Quentin. I saw you on the app. Boom. Now the conversation is started. There's a brief bio on Dominique on the app. And again, this, I'm selling this story because this just happened today. And next thing you know, an hour and a half later, in the freezing cold, we were still out at the dog park and now the dogs are exhausted. So it was yeah. it was good for me. I met a new friend who is, is in the uh, engineering business. So now he can help me with the app and as well as other things. And my dog found another dog to just run wild with. And now he's pooped sleep and well, I get yeah. the whole day to myself. Well, and, you know, you've taken it even to a step farther. Now it's not just about the dogs, but you made a new friend, a new connection uh, for yourself as well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no phone numbers change. So, you know, it's, it's almost like dating. You know, you you talk for a little bit. You don't really ask for the number immediately. But with a couple free trips to the dog park now, technically you're on your third date. So now you're invested now. Now you're not making a risky a chance to go buy a meal or go buy a drink that you won't get a return on investment on as far as a long relationship or, uh, or you know, or, uh, a real relationship. Uh, that just it, it helps it helps to save you money if you really turn into a a dating or a friendship making app you're really able to invest more in your friendships just based Absolutely. on time and convenience. Absolutely. So where did you come up with the name, the logo, the brand? How how what was that process like for you? Oh man, so the the logo and the brand was really done by a company that I hired out. Uh, the name Paul Connects was uh, as I just said driving or whatever, I would just say different names in my head. And I thought, what am I doing? What is a clear message of what this is supposed to do? And it's it's originally it was I want to connect dogs together to essentially bring people together. Yeah. And I just I just kept saying things. It was Pat Connect, <laughs> what are all different names. And finally it just came up with Paul Connects. But I needed a way to make it an acronym because, you know, we love our acronym. So PCX, Paul Connects just looks cool. Yeah. No, I love it, man. I love it. So tell me, how will Paul Connects benefit the community? 
what we're really hoping to do is to help connect people at the dog parks. I mean, my goodness, once you can connect, communicate, you can talk about taking action on something. You can trade knowledge and experience and really just tap into that, that it just un immense amount of knowledge that is within the dog community. If you were looking for a vet, there's someone at the dog park that can point you to the vet they're using. And that goes for any business, any dog walker, sitter. There's so much connection of the community that can happen, not specifically to dogs, but it can start with the naturalness of being connected through your dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I would got to imagine that you have a vision of kind of where Paw Connects is going. And what does that vision look like for you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. What, one of the big visions is to be the go-to source for all dog parenting advice and tips. I mean, you can just think if you were thinking of getting a dog, we want to get to the point of when you use Paw Connects, it will help you identify what dog is best fit for you. Maybe even ask questions like how big is your apartment or how big is your home and really tailor, tailor in what your budget and lifestyle and find the dog that best fits you. And then not only do that, but go a step beyond and show you what is the average cost of the dog, what what is the recommended food based on users that other users that have this dog, and just be the one-stop shop where when you adopt the dog, you're automatically signed up for food, you're already signed up for the best vet, the best walker, everything that you'll need to make dog parenting easy to assist you on your dog parenting journey. It's almost like a, a complete resource guide on helping you to your point, choose the dog that's the right fit for you. And then once you've got that dog, everything you need to know from A to Z to make sure that you're a good dog parent, as well as making sure that you have the resources available for that dog. Absolutely. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. That, that's really cool. So obviously the, the app is, I would assume, uh, where are we at in development stages? Are we, are we, we're not to that point yet, but uh, where are we at in the app development and how did you, how did you develop the app? Uh, absolutely. So in the development, we are now uh, released into the Apple iOS or Apple Store. So we're only available on iOS devices. Android is coming. we got fingers crossed that development ends on time in February. But if not, it is definitely going to be released in March. So therefore, both Android and Apple users. Then the next big step is we're going to launch this uh, marketplace. It's called Paw Connects for Business, which is where our service providers like vets and walkers and sitters and trainers, any pet service provider, they can become a part of the app. And what we're trying to really do with that is as I've as I'm building my pack, the, the point of Paw Connects is to connect with other dog you other dog owners that you interact with at dog parks and create your own personal pack. And then use that pack to make decision making or to make or to make decisions easier. So if I'm looking for a vet, it will show me which vet most members of my pack have chosen. Therefore, if the people I trust trust you, I should automatically trust you just based on probability. So we got Android coming out and obviously future developments with the marketplace coming out. Um, I mean, that's all pretty exciting. How do, but how did you how did you even figure out where to start with an app? Did you just reach out to a local company and say, hey, I got this idea. How do I how do I get the app developed or where, what was that process like? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, of course, I went to school and I, got, I have my degree in computer science. So I had some development in my background, but I'm not a real developer. I'm a, I'm a cybersecurity consultant. So developing was just something I did on the side. Gotcha. So I got it to the point of where I felt I could present it and demonstrate it to some companies that were developers. And uh, after, you know, 
going through a couple of companies, I found one that was even uh, that seemed even more excited about the app than I was. So I went with them and they, they did a phenomenal job on getting it ready for Apple to approve because Apple has some very tight restrictions on their app. They like to make sure everything that's in their store is very secure, very well developed. So uh, that was a, that was a whole process. Yeah, I'm sure. And so did you have to go out? I mean, you, you know, obviously, you know, Paul Connects is not your full time job yet. Uh, but you know, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but did you have to go out and find investors and pitch this to get people to help you get this off the ground or how, what was that process like? Uh, so I'm still in the process of finding investors, but thus far I've, I've been bootstrapping it. This is all the savings that I was saving for yeah. uh, all, all life events, marriage, wedding, house that <laughs> luckily my, my amazing girlfriend now, I should just say fiance because we would be engaged if, if I had the money. <laughs> uh, uh, luckily, all, all of that is, is not a big priority for her now. And she's more just uh, looking forward to the success of, of Paul Connects and letting letting future happen. So it, it was bootstrapped by all the money that I saved over the years of my career. That's cool, man. That's really cool. And I, but I got to imagine at some point to get to where you want to go, you'll have to like to your, to your point, get some investors to get you off that ground. So, um, you know, hopefully this podcast and other forms of media that I've seen you on, you know, will bring that attention to you because I think that'd be really cool to take you to that next port. Absolutely. We are going to launch our Kickstarter here in the next two or three weeks, maybe the next month to give us some time to to run the campaign. But yeah, that would be a great way for any any listeners that are looking forward to this, that love this concept and that want to be a big part of uh, of getting it to the point of helping dog dog owners across across the world. Uh, yeah. That would be a huge, huge benefit. So definitely you know, follow us on Pawkinex as well as Twitter and Instagram, and Facebook to get that update on when we launch that Kickstarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've, you've launched the app. You're, it's up and running. What's the reception been like? I, I know you're in the Kansas City area now, but you're looking to bring it to the St. Louis market uh, as well, correct? Yeah. So it's it's in the app store. So it's available anywhere iOS devices are. But our marketing is very budgeted to Kansas City right now. And we're just hoping uh, we're hoping for that TikTok video that gives us five minutes, five million hits so we can go viral. But, uh, you know, we're not banking on that, but just hoping for it. Yeah. So for those who don't know what Quentin is referring to there <laughs> is uh, this past weekend, well, we had a little ice st storm here in St. Louis. Uh, I fell down my stairs of my deck. And my wife uh, luckily was able to get that on the security cam. We posted that on TikTok on Saturday, and I've had over 5 million watchers as of right now watch that video. So a uh, little, little inside joke there, I guess we could say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's, let's take a step like even farther back before we wrap this up. Tell us what growing up was like for you. How do you grow up in Edwardsville, Illinois, um, graduate you know, Edwardsville High School, and then get in? get into developing an app that's now on the iOS platform that anybody really that has the capability of Apple to download. How, how does that, how does that happen? Oh man, you know how they say your experience or a collection of, your life or your life is a collection of your experiences. And that's what it was. You know, it caught growing up in Edwardsville, I uh, was very social, had lots of friends, being a part of the basketball team, uh, just, just day to day being a social person. So that those, that, personality just carried with me throughout college and being you know, one of the few social peoples within the computer science program. And then just, you know, get, getting a dog and the, the 
one thing you you are forced to be is, as a dog is social at the dog park, but not everyone will break the ice and speak first. But because of my personality and just who who I've always been, I was easy always easily able to do that. And then finally, I thought, okay, there's got to be an easier way for people who aren't as social as I am. And, and what's the way to to bring a tool that helps uh, bring, you know, give that characteristic, give that personality to just about any user with a dog? Yeah, but I think you're being a little humble. I mean, there's a lot of times that I've been in situations where I thought there's an easier way to do this. And, I, and I'm sure there's a way to do it, but I'm like, I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> so you got to give yourself a little credit for having the vision to not only ha have the vision, but then to take the vision to reality. Um, you know that there's a lot of people that wouldn't wouldn't do that. And so hats off to you for one, having the vision and, and then two, having the drive uh, and the finances to be able to get this off the ground. Yeah, I was I was definitely put in a blessed situation um, where I, I, I had the finances to do it. I had the vision and, you know, I, I did what what all entrepreneurs to do. I I crowdsourced my my business idea before I did it. I went to dog parks and I talked to people about it and they thought, yeah, that would be great. Now, of course, people say that when you're talking to them. And then when you go ask them to download, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it when I get home. Right, so, right. But, but, you know, that that positive uh, feedback really helped me to think this is a great idea and there isn't anything out there. I can be first to market. Let's push it. And, that, and that's what I did. And now it's it's launched. It's out there. It's it's its own baby. It's impacting uh, users around the world. And uh, and I, I'm, I'm very excited when I see users on the app that I, I haven't met personally. I've just uh, met via the app. Yeah, no, that's pretty that's pretty exciting for sure. And now for a quick break, we bring in our sponsor, Enterprise Bank and Trust member FDIC. Enterprise Bank and Trust knows that every business and every person is unique. That's why they get to know you in a way that the large financial institutions don't. They are our banking partner here at the STL Leaders Podcast, and I highly recommend that you check them out. To learn more, visit EnterpriseBank.com. And now, back to this week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. So let me ask you this. Have there been any mentors or coaches kind of along your way in this endeavor that's really helped you get where you're at, or has this been really all on your own? Well, there's always mentors and coaches, because as I say, I always talk about the idea. The one feedback that I can give to any entrepreneur is talk about your idea. Don't talk about your IP or something that's secret to you, but talk about the concept of your idea or your business to get feedback, because you're you're going to hear something that someone says the way they understand it, where you can tie their understanding into your 30 second pitch. Because the way they understood it is probably how the majority of people would understand. Yeah. You know, typically entrepreneurs are, are too close to their idea where when they talk about it, they understand. Of course you understand it, you thought of it. But what the way other people understand it, listen to that, you know, put that back into your idea and just continue to communicate because you're going to iron out the details and, and really get that that communication, that message smoothed out. Yeah, well, that brings me to really the final question I have for you. And I always end this podcast with this question is, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's listening to this episode that maybe maybe they have an idea of something they wanted to do, but they haven't done it? Or uh, a piece of advice you'd give to another entrepreneur uh, that owns a small business like, just like yourself? Uh, the, the biggest thing I've learned is if you are trying to sell a product, and it's you know it's not you're not opening a store, uh, but you're actually selling a specific product. Is to be extremely clear about your message. Find a way to 
talk about how your product is going to solve another person's internal frustration as well as external problem. That's been the key for me. I, I've gone through so many messaging where am I trying to get dogs together? Am I trying to resolve the problem of people having social anxiety? Or am I trying to solve the problem of connecting people at the dog park who are just too quiet um, and, and not communicating with other dog owners? Uh, and once I was able to figure out my message and really prove that, hey, what I'm trying to do is get people to lower the social barriers for communication at dog parks. I was able to really hone in my marketing and really bring in some users that were able to relate to that issue. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think that's a very valid point. I, you know, even in this podcast, I've struggled at times on who is my audience, right? And uh, because there's been times I've had celebrities on this show. There's been times I've had, you know, you know, entrepreneurs like yourself on this show. And then there's been times where I've had, you know, philanthropists on this show. And it's like, well, who am I trying to target uh, as an audience? And so you, you're absolutely right. You got to be very defined in your message and very clear on what you're trying to accomplish so that you can then take that and market to those people. Right. Absolutely. And so. Um, and once you're able to do that, uh, you know, I think it, it can obviously pay uh, big dividends in the end. So I think that's a very, very good piece of advice. Yeah, I can see how that's difficult, because even with me, I've taken uh, how do I communicate, communicate with entrepreneurs? How do I communicate, communicate with a philanthropist and looking at other companies that have been successful and taking, OK, I see the wording they've used for this. If I can add that to this. I can communicate to both groups. So it's definitely listen to different different businesses that are being that are successful in marketing to the same customers that you want to market to and take that take that that wording, that verbiage and tie it into your own business to create your own unique message. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Quinn, I appreciate you taking some time uh, today to come on the STLers podcast. Obviously, I know you grew up here in the St. Louis area. Don't live here anymore, but, you know, uh, Paul Connects is available to everybody in St. Louis. So share again where people in St. Louis can not only find you on social media, but find the app. Absolutely. You can find me uh, on social media under the name Quentin Scarborough. There's usually only one. Uh, you can find Paul Connects under the handle Paul Connects on all your major social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Paul Connects. And to learn more about Paul Connects, definitely check us out on paulconnects.com where you can learn and get more detail on exactly what we're trying to do and how we can help benefit you along your dog parenting journey. Awesome, Quinn. Well, again, on behalf of STLers Podcast, I appreciate you uh, taking some time to be on here today to, you know, tell us about your new endeavor and, you know, the, the benefit that you're bringing to local communities when it comes to dogs uh, and uh, pet parents and dog parks around. So thank you for your time. Uh, thank you. It's been a great. Thank you for listening to this episode of the STL Leaders Podcast. This episode was brought to you by NWO IT Services. As a business owner, downtime is not what you want to worry about. With NWO IT Services, they take that worry away with their month-to-month -month managed service packages. They handle all of our technical needs here at the STL Leaders Podcast, and I highly recommend you check them out. To learn more, visit nwoitservices.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode of the STL Leaders Podcast.